Welcome to Boss Lady Energy. Boss, boss Lady, lady energy. energy. Y'all, we got that Boss Lady Energy. Welcome back to the show. I'm Kristen. I'm Courtney. And I'm Nikki. Y'all, it's almost 2021. This Thank is God. what we've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. <laughs> Countdown is on, y'all. Right? Just a couple days. But um, before the new year comes, we want to talk about what we're leaving behind in 2020. Oh, so much. Girl, let me tell you. Because there's a lot. There has been so much this year in every aspect of every single person's life. It's not just, you know, COVID hit and it was just this sickness. Mm-hmm, like it mm-hmm. has been a domino effect of so many things. Political, social, emotional. Yeah. I mean, as a society, I think we're changing for the better, but it didn't come without a lot of loss. We've talked about that. If you haven't listened to our previous episode, go listen to that. <laughs> uh, but what we're leaving behind in 2020 Let's just start with the obvious. Quarantine has got some people gaining some pounds. Ooh. We're over here drinking eggnog. Yeah. (laughs) And that we are. The Trader Joe's eggnog, y'all. If you never heard of it, it's Courtney's favorite. I mean, Uh, Kristen's Kristen's favorite. favorite. This is my first time having eggnog. It's actually kind of good. Yeah. Courtney's over here sipping rosé. <laughs> but no, yeah, the quarantine COVID-15. 15. I mean, a, a, not fully a 15, but definitely a 5 to 8 no, for me. They're, oh, like, not for you. <laughs> no, I didn't mean you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Drinking, eating all the things, like that I'll be leaving behind in 2020. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I'm not for the New Year's resolution, you know that, but I am for a healthier lifestyle. I think we needed to eat our feelings in 2020. Yeah. It made true. sense, but yeah, it's probably best that we leave that behind. Do you think a lot of people are going to hop on the fitness train in January? I definitely think it yeah. always happens like that. When I like at the when I was able to go to the gym, January, February, people wouldn't go back to the gym until March because they were so packed with everyone doing their New Year's resolutions. Never yeah. saw that person on the treadmill after two months. Oh. Unfortunately, it's just not for them. It was just yeah. wasn't for them. But everybody falls like people. Fall fall off but yeah who even knows if we're gonna be able to go, go to, to the, the gym, gym. I don't in 2021 so. yeah i don't think at the top of 2021 we will but no. maybe some people are ordering stuff off amazon who knows <laughs> the quarantine 15 though for some people have been the opposite like people have lost mad weight during this time though too depression mm-hmm. oh my god i can only imagine or you know some I people just had like you know epiphany. a good run yeah like they're <laughs> like true. i just want to lose some weight and get my life together because exactly. 2020 took it all and it's like now i have the time a lot yeah. of people had more time this year Mm-hmm. Yes, me included. In the morning, I would wake up and I would just like walk my dog and then go to work. But like I had time to do my yoga, which I've fallen off that train. Thanksgiving came and my ass <laughs> stopped doing it. <laughs> I've been eating everything in sight. The so, holidays yeah, being the so holidays. close together, though, like um, really messes you up. Yes. Like I feel like currently I just feel like I'm like, oh, I can just eat this little cookie and like not even care. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drink on a Tuesday and get drunk. Like it's fine, you know, get, and then not fall get asleep, drunk. not get drunk. But <laughs> it's, it's okay if you are, girl, because we all been doing it in 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but real on a, a serious note, you mentioned uh, how society is changing or our social issues have really arisen in 2020. One of the things we are leaving behind, thankfully, Mm. is our president. Um, Sorry for any people that are Trump supporters, but we are finally leaving President Trump in 2020, and we have President-elect Joe Biden, who will be taking office on January 20th. 23 days countdown, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited and nervous because we know when you come from uh, a society that has all of the issues we're having right now, 
you there's a lot of pressure on the future president there to is. deliver. I mean, I am looking forward to the student loan forgiveness, but that has even changed in the news. Yeah. I saw it's something about um, it's only going to be for people that are in, in public service now. Wow. And that's kind of a bummer. I hope they change that back to just like everyone Jeez. who has student loans. I have so many friends that are in student debt or student loan debt. Yeah. Like and thousands years and thousands oh my of God. dollars. It's I mean, terrible. I'm still in debt from my student loans. Mm-hmm. And, my and I didn't even know that they stopped them during like COVID. Like I was still able to pay, thankfully. Good. But like they stopped it. They yeah, like they whatever ha- for, mm-hmm. forbearance did or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And like and then they sent us an email that was like, oh, starting in January, you guys are going to have to start paying again. And I was like, I didn't even know I wasn't making payments right oh, now. No, but that's good. That's because good. Yeah, you, you got ahead. It was interest free. Like that's was. the thing. No interest was accruing. So you're good. But I'm like, I wish I could have paid some off during this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stuck in the same spot. So I feel it. I yeah. feel those student loans. That's real. And, you know, on top of that, Joe Biden has promised a lot of things mm-hmm. because he was speaking to the masses who weren't getting their needs delivered by President Trump. Mm-hmm. Can this man deliver on all the fronts that he said he was going to do? I mean, I know a lot of people are without jobs right now. Are they yeah. going to get a stimulus check? Yeah. Vaccines. How how are we going to do that? Yeah. I'm hoping we get another stimulus check because there are a lot of people, like you said, Nikki, who are out of work, me included, uh, and are depending yeah. on that. There are people mm-hmm. who have been kicked out of their homes yeah. and just yeah. like so much devastation. And what has it been? Nine months or, yeah. or more? Ten months? Ten yeah. months. In, in, like the entire ten. year imagine not having anything and then in december which we're in that right now having everything like drop down as far as the uh, is it unemployment benefits are going to decrease Mm -hmm. they're going away i think no i think they're just going to decrease because they had like a bump because of the uh, pandemic Pandemic. but yeah it's just it's a lot so i don't um, think it's going to happen immediately yeah so i hope that people have patience but i'm hopeful yeah. I'm I'm very thankful we live in such a nice climate in California because, you know, there have been some stories that my mom sees on the news in Chicago about these families, mm. like you just said, got kicked out of their houses. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, as much as these people who own those places and the landlords and things like that want to have like, wanna you know, a, and yeah, they just they don't. They, they can't because they can't, they can't they even. They can't even. And it, it, yeah, it, I just really hope, I mean, everyone is looking forward to 2021, but we're still going to be reeling these effects for at least until 2022. Definitely. Oh, for sure. For sure. But the vaccine, let's re- let's have a real <laughs> conversation about this because the pandemic <laughs> is obviously a health crisis, but this vaccine is scary. I have to be honest. I'm a little nervous to take it because mm-hmm. it's the first round you just never know what could happen. I'm not anti-vaccine. I just don't know if I want to be a part of like the first group. Agreed. On uh, all hell fronts. no. I don't want to be, you know, having 11 fingers or like, you know, another eye popping out of the side of my head. Like that's not, not I know that's a joke. <laughs> but like that's, it's serious. Like you could die. Like you don't know what's going inside your body. But and you it's know- the first round. It's like, geez, that's, uh, and that's really quick. Because usually these take about seven years to make. You know, what's really scary, though, too, is that there's like what I've been reading is there's about like four or five that these different companies have made. Mm -hmm. How similar are those? Mm -hmm. What are the what are the things they're not telling us about how they're going to get these things quickly, you know, approved? Yeah. Why is it happening so rapidly? You know, it's it's like because we're in a pandemic. I know. But then you start to backtrack and you think about all the things that are scary Mm -hmm. health wise for yourself personally. It's like, I don't I don't want that. And they also keep saying that, like, my mom's a nurse, so she's probably going to be one of the first ones to get it and like mm-hmm. that she's required to get it so my brother-in-law too yeah, yeah and they, because they're public service yeah yeah definitely and that yeah that's scary because my sister and her kids what if something happens to their you know their man of the house like right. I, that's just right. 
and my brother like that that just I mean, my mom has health scary. problems like are they thinking of all that when they're doing these tests on every single I, type of person that has all these diseases you know yeah, like i'm sure you know, i'm sure that they are but you know one thing the pandemic has brought is a lot of fear mm-hmm. and uh well first for half of the country mm-hmm. uh because we obviously are still in a pandemic because people are still going outside without masks but he, neither here though nor there uh anyways <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying my god we could have been past this by now but anywho uh yeah i i'm just nervous Service. I do hope that it goes well. I believe that scientists know what they're doing. We've mm-hmm. been here. I mean, they've had a pandemic before. Yeah. Maybe not in our lifetime, but I do have faith that it is We've going learned to. learned from our past. Yeah, is that it's going to go well. I, I hope that one day we talk about COVID like we talk about the flu. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get there in 2021, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, I hope we get there. Definitely. And don't get me wrong. Like, my mom went to the hospital recently and... Um, had to go to the ER and she had a fever and they thought, okay, she might have COVID. She had COVID te- multiple COVID tests. She had flu tests, all these things. But she was in the hospital and got quarantined into like the, oh my gosh. the disease unit because they didn't know if she had anything Ugh. before she got tested. So and they everything. basically isolated her. So they isolated her and there's people in like hazmat suits. So like no. the fear is real. Like my parents were okay before. Like my dad is my mom's caretaker and my mom has MS. If anybody doesn't know that, that's kind of my background with my mom. She's fully handicapped and my dad handy capable, but not because my dad takes yes. care of her. But <laughs> she had to go to the hospital recently because she had a kidney infection and saw all the hazmat suits, everything. Their mental state was okay before this. Yeah. They wear their masks. You know, they've always been that way, taking care of my mom, making sure she doesn't get sick because if she got pneumonia, oh my God, like it's over. But like, anyway, so she, her fear level went from like mild to through the roof now. <gasps> mm-hmm. we, they canceled I can only Thanksgiving, imagine. all the things because she's been in the hospital yeah. and seen what's going on yeah and it and it was terrifying so i, I mean I shout just, out terry that she's fine <laughs> we she love, love you, terry. terry oh my we god love terry. We love always terry. praying for her you know that. thank you you guys made me cry anyway <laughs> but no but the fear level in america yes yes that, and seeing those things and and maybe having to take a trip to the hospital for non-covered related things and seeing it on level 10 there it's just you just don't even realize uh, yeah. because thank god we've not had to deal with that mm-hmm. but that's that's happening and I hope that we can leave that in 2020 probably not I mean do you guys remember in the beginning of quarantine when there were they 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 kept saying on the news how many beds there weren't Mm -hmm. how many people were in the hospitals how exhausted these doctors were how you know all of these things that you were seeing on the news like that is a state of chaos that we were in and still are in Mm -hmm. now that all of these showing it because there's all the like political politics shit going yeah on right well now. i think they are showing it i think people just had a lot of fatigue and also there are other things that they mm-hmm. want to cover because the media gets we are the media yeah. the <laughs> media gets so much hate and you know mainstream media gets a lot of hate because they report for the most part the facts yeah uh but then some people are not getting all of the facts yeah. and so then we i feel like society now everyone believes that they're a journalist everybody's an investi- investigative oh reporter social media and twitter so, journalists yeah so <laughs> yeah. it's really hard to figure out you know what are the facts and what are opinion and whatnot and so i think that's also made everybody's anxiety levels go to a different level uh because we just don't know what to believe or not and yeah. like google is our is everybody's resource and so it's just it's difficult. There's so much misinformation that's freaking everybody Listen, out too. Because I, of how much stuff they're getting in like they they're seeing it on the news. Like your mom's probably seeing, "Oh my gosh, all the like my mom's the same way. My mom watch literally news. watches the news and is like, "Oh my god, did you hear travels banned from California? You can't come home." <laughs> oh and I'm like, "Okay, mom, calm down. Like, <laughs> calm that's down. not what Let's they said. She's like, this. "I'm going to send you the links." And I'm like, "Okay, 
Oh, yeah, no. but your links didn't say what you're telling me they're saying. So now you're interpreting this information the wrong way. So now you're scaring yeah. me. And then it's all like, it's exactly a, yeah. what Bernie just said. It's like, you don't know which way. Snowball effect. But I also feel like now that the cases have resurged high mm-hmm. because of the climates and, you know, these colder climates and, you know, all of these other factors, people gathering for mm-hmm. the holidays and we're stuck in this right now. Yeah. So I feel like that's why your mom or my mom and all of them are still like Fear heightened. escalated. Yeah. Let's hope we can leave a little bit of that in <laughs> I 2020. Hope so. Yeah, I, I really hope that the first round of the vaccine goes well and that we can like move forward as a society. I don't think we will ever be the same, but mm-hmm. as life is, you know, we learn from our lessons and this is something that is, is going to change us forever. But one thing I know for sure I'm leaving behind in 2020, y'all, is the idea of planning ahead. I know that mm. sounds irresponsible, but hear no. me out. I think I touched on it the last time <laughs> when we were talking about COVID brides, but just like this idea to map out life five years ahead. I don't think a lot of people are going to do that after this year because yeah. you, your expectations are just so high and mm-hmm. or before they were so high. And now I feel like lower expectations is the way to go because no yeah. one wants to sit on their couch all day and be sad and disappointed because yeah. things are not going as planned. And so I think more people are probably going to be just a little more cautious about planning ahead. What do y'all think? Yeah, because then when something exciting happens, they're like, whoa, shit, this is yeah. amazing. I'm on a roll now. And <laughs> I have to politely disagree. Oh. I'm one of those people who I'm a planner. Oh, we know. Nikki. I am <laughs> on a schedule. <laughs> she always says, you are so scheduled. <laughs> and I am. I yeah. am, though. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's but not a bad it's, thing. That's, that's just who I am. I'm very yeah. on a, a plan. And, you know, I constantly ask Jay all the time. I'm like, OK, so like, what are we going to do? Like, when we get married? Like, so what's the plan? Like, what's going to happen? And he's like, I don't know. One day at a time, yeah. Nikki. And that's what he keeps trying to tell me. And I'm like, OK, but like, when are we going to move into a house? Like, when are we going to do all these things? And he's like, can you just calm down? I plan everything. Yeah. yeah. I think middle of the road for me because yes, I like I, it's weird. I had a dream the other day I and my guide in my dream God, you guys, I feel so ridiculous spirit person. Here I am. <laughs> you this are. is who Kristen Whatever. is. Let's but embrace like, it. <laughs> in my dream, it was like you're, the woman was telling me I was not being specific with what I wanted hmm. and she drew, drew a picture of a house because like Michael and I are thinking about homes and stuff she's like draw what you want show you know hold a picture of it and look at it like envision it so I think being able to envision your goals and having like a specific thought of yeah. what you want maybe not a timeline I think that's maybe more where I'm at does I'm a timeline. Your timeline, like, but I, I always have been. In two I, years, I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> this and that. Like, I'm like, kind of go with the flow, but like, know what yeah. I want in around this time. So I kind of used to be a combination of both of you guys. And I think my perspective has changed because, you know, I I hate to to compare like that, but Mm -hmm. I have to in order to get the point across. I used to be a planner that, you know, I wrote my things down. I wrote what I wanted for my life. And a lot of those things have happened. Like, I really believe in faith and, you know, I I know you're all about manifestation. (laughs) Manifestation. I was like, I truly believe in faith and I I've always been that way. I've been faith driven. I write what I want down. I speak life into into myself and to others. But this year has changed me in such a way because I have dealt with so much loss. I think had life continued to go as, you know, as scheduled or as planned for us, for some people or for you ladies, I don't think a lot yeah. has changed. It had that been the case. I think I may have still been optimistic and it's not that yeah. I'm pessimistic. It's just I have a different perspective now that I have planned all of these big things in my life and everything has gone completely opposite of what I planned. And so 
I think a lot of people, and me specifically, you well, if you're faith driven, leaving room for God to map out what He has for you is going to be far better than what you have for yourself. And I know it's hard to see when you're in those low moments. Mm-hmm. I know, like I'm experiencing that. If you're listening and you deal with depression, or if you're just going through a lot in this season yeah. in 2020, just leaving room for the unknown is is basically what I mean by not planning everything out because mm-hmm. it's actually a more beautiful outcome than to say like, oh check that off. Oh, did this. Oh, yep. Got this by this age. Got this by this moment. Just leaving room for the unexpected is a much more beautiful, fulfilling life because I think I, for me, I'll appreciate it a lot more when it does happen. Um, So I think that's why I'm saying I'm going to leave that part of my life in 2020 Mm -hmm. um, because it's all a part of growth. Like if I continue to plan every aspect of my life, I would just be disappointed. And that's no way to go about life, you know? And I I agree with that. I feel like because of all of the stuff that you have gone through this past few months during quarantine has has really made you grow and be stronger than you probably ever thought that you had to be. The past two years even. But I read something today that it was like all the things you go through, it will not be a negative impact. It will give you a bigger heart and realize like you'll the journey that we're going through is going to be so much more worthwhile and fulfilling because of the setbacks because we tried to plan or overdo or whatever because we gave room for that I don't know what's the word that fulfillment to happen on its own Mm -hmm. you know but you know I think obviously we're here and we're career-driven women I think this year hit me in a huge way because I was career-driven and a lot of the losses have been in that area and in my family and just you know just losses in general of milestones but I think a lot of parents and a lot of people in our age bracket that have had kids before some people didn't plan their children and their lives you know having that not be planned has has given them the most fulfilling part of their life and that's their children yeah and so that's even though I haven't stepped into that stage of life I can imagine that it's similar to that where leaving room for that kind of unexpected thing is such a beautiful reward on the other side so that's the only way I can think of it once I have kids I'll tell y'all I feel like I really (laughs) feel the same way you're like put this thing back like they do tell you you're never ready and you know what you're never you're never ready for the surprises you get in life either Mm -hmm. so you kind of just gotta go with it I know it's hard it's hard for me to do trust yeah (laughs) you are very scheduled I'm a very scheduled planner I mean we all bring different things to the table I think it, it all works out Anyway, there's another thing too that I that I thought about today on um, while I was eating dinner with Michael, and it's seeking validation from others. That's what I want to leave in 2020. I want to do more for myself. This is just me, selfishly, personally. I want to do more for me and what I like, and not worry so much about what other people think, how many likes I got on a photo, who gives a flying F. Mm -hmm. If I love what I'm doing and believe in me, that's all that matters. So I'm also going to be leaving self-doubt in 2020. I really have to because I've been doing it for way too long. Mm. Yeah, I'm 31 years old. We're leaving that shit behind. I have all that I am capable of inside of me. I can make it happen. I'm going to make it happen, whatever that is. Make sure it's focused. The goal. I know what it is. <laughs> and and that I have to leave behind because I this I'm just going to burn it. Goodbye. Yeah. Self-doubt. Validation. See you later. Wow. I'm the only one 
You guys hold me accountable. No, you're not the only one. Yeah, we'll definitely be your accountability buddies. (laughs) You're you're not the only person. I think a lot of people in our generation and in life have doubted themselves in so many different areas. And so that's a really good thing to leave behind. I think that's a life thing of just growing and and learning who you are. There are going to be moments where you do doubt yourself, but consistent consistently doubting yourself that's a problem yes, so let's that's leave the that thing. behind mm-hmm. yeah. and you mentioned social media and how many likes you get on a photo I know you have your makeup stuff I know Courtney you got your stuff on social media and I know I have my food stuff on social media so it's like I always question when I post something or when I whatever I'm like I'm constantly checking it I'm constantly looking to see how many likes and everything yeah. I get on it and if you guys didn't listen to our social media episode you guys got to go back and listen to that one because we touch on a lot of insecurities that come from that a lot of body image issues a lot of mm-hmm. toxic things from social media so I think one thing that I can piggyback off you and leave behind is like, um, you know, scrolling so much, the mindlessly scrolling oh on social God. media. It's like I waste so much time doing that and it's just toxic to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the one thing I will say with social media, it's one of those things I've always struggled. With. I never liked social media when it came out. I'll be honest, like yeah. regardless of what it seems like online, I've never cared for it. Uh, I really think that society has kind of set us up to have to care about social media in our realm if we want to be quote unquote successful, because I think it's so strange that even to just be considered, you know, be respected in our industry and entertainment, having a following matters. So posting all the time when you're going out for different jobs, that kind of stuff matters. And so really finding a regimen that allows you to, you know, like you said, not seek validation and not have that doubt Mm -hmm. that takes some like mental stamina, because when you have to be engaged, it's totally different. If I was a nurse, if I was a doctor, engineer, I can unplug and not care. Like I can tweet when I want to, I can post when I want to, whatever. But when you are in what we're doing Mm -hmm. in the entertainment business, not posting that's I mean that's a part of your business yes Mm -hmm. and so I think that's also why it's hard so that's huge for you Kristen to want to leave that behind in 2020 I mean and maybe that is me you know using what we do to schedule our social media posts for boss lady it's like maybe that's what I need to do as a creative studio and just set my shit up for the week and not think about it and just go with my life but then there's also engagement and you want to make sure that people you're talking to people so it's just it's the it's algorithm a struggle. Oh my gosh! Like, Can we, you know, we'll leave that anybody shit from twenty twenty. If anybody <laughs> from Instagram is listening, can you fix the dang algorithm? Because people are struggling. Like, it is, why? It is so it ridiculous. Why did it all of a sudden just poof one day? Know. And well, it changes every got, day. They got to make their money. Like yeah. the the like part is now the shop part. Like yeah. they got to make oh, that money now. You're right. When they did mm-hmm. that new update. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, what so a trash stupid. update. Yeah, trash. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm I hate dark shop. mode and it puts me in dark mode. Same. I know. I'm in dark mode right now. Yeah. That's different. Um, I mean, y'all said one. Th- do I need to like bring up something I'm going to leave in 2020? Because I have one. Well, if you have one, then let's hear it. So I think this the during quarantine and, you know, um, working with different people during this time, because there's a lot of people, you know, at my current job that I never really worked with. And, you know, starting oh. our little business, I've never worked with Courtney before. Mm-hmm. So something that I decided to work on is, um, you know, how I approach conflicts, how I talk to people and also I need to remember in my mind that not everyone is like me and not everyone is going to, you know, I'm very scheduled. Some people aren't. I'm very, you know, prompt on time. Some people just can't make that happen. And I need to remember that. So that's something I'm going to leave in 2020 is like, I'm going to work harder on myself and making sure that like, I keep that in mind. Not everyone is like me. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's deep. 
<laughs> that's deep. Sorry. That's always good. That's the eggnog. I'm all, that's mm, deep. That's deep. I like that. mm, okay. Yeah, it might be the eggnog. Oh my God. Eggnog talking. <laughs> no, well, but it's eggnog, hard. We, it, yes, it is. I, and one thing I, I will say, uh, because I frequently work with people that are not like me, uh, and that's always just been being only black girl in the room and yeah. all the rooms. Uh, you kind of get used to it. And just for me, I've always just tried to give people grace because, look, nobody is going. No, even you, Kristen and Nikki, y'all are not the same. Y'all yeah. may have a similar background, but you're not the same. No. But I've always been the type of person to give everyone grace. And I don't do the like one, two, three strike rule. When I was younger, I used to be that kind of person when I was I'm acting like I'm old. But when I was in like <laughs> high school and whatnot, I used to be the type of person that was like, I kind of counted down how many times mm-hmm. you screwed me over. Yeah. And it's that's it. And, then, and you know, as I've gotten into my career and I've become older and more mature, it, it, look, people are human. We're all going to make mistakes. And yeah. so I really just tried to, to lead with love and that sounds so cliche. Yeah. I lead with love to an extent because <laughs> I am a type of person that'll tell it like it is. Um, but I always try to just give people that grace. Well, I was going to say too, like it, this may sound cliche too, but like there's so many things, like even though all three of us talk majority of the week, like every mm-hmm. single day, um, I don't know what may be happening behind Kristen's closed doors, your closed yeah. doors. So it's so Same. cliche when people say don't judge people or don't, you know, don't be yeah. so harsh to people because you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. And that's something that I've really learned to like swallow in 2020. And mm-hmm. I'm going to leave that there. I yeah. love that. That's, that's really, yeah, yeah, that's great. I, I think we're all on a more empathetic path yeah, we are. because mm-hmm. that's what it takes like to be to be kind to others and not necessarily need to know the whole story. You There's don't. so many people that I'm just like, damn, like they are just trash. And I won't say it, but I'm like, they must be going through something. Right. That's that's always flipped the coin. And I'm like, OK, maybe they're acting that way because they're going through something. And then right. you find out later that they were. Right. And so oh just my gosh. Being human. And then you feel like a dick afterwards. And <laughs> I, I had something happen like that recently. I'm not going to speak to it. It's okay. Courtney probably knows what I'm talking about. But <laughs> Wait, uh, maybe I don't. Maybe I don't. I know. <laughs> maybe I don't. Maybe I shouldn't talk about it. But no, that's happened to me too. And I think that 2020, this is something I'm bringing into 2020 because, I mean, shit, cheers to 2021. Okay, hang on. Can I just said I'm bringing it into 2020. I meant 2021. <laughs> Hang on, I need to pour some more eggnog, girl. You want some more wine? Shake <laughs> Did you it. just hear that shake? There's this cinnamon eggnog? at the bottom. It's got to get around. By the way, uh, Trader Joe's, if you want to sponsor us, Kristen know, loves this eggnog. And I also just got like a cute little poinsettia plant and a oh little like Christmas had, tree. Like, He's over here spilling. It. Sorry, and I'm <laughs> they're knocking shit over. Courtney, you need a topper off? No, I'm okay, good. A good. topper off. <laughs> Oh my god! I love Kristen. I don't even really, really like this eggnog stuff, but she just poured another one. <laughs> we're pouring mine she gave her a shit. No, it's okay. I can't. No, it's fine. Rosé? No, we're good. <laughs> As we spend ten minutes talking about drinks, <laughs> they're going on a tangent about this eggnog. But it's in the holiday spirit, right before Christmas and New Year's, it makes sense. So let's cheers. Cheers to, to twenty twenty one. All right. Okay. So when I sip, you sip. We sip. Cheers. Listen. What we are bringing into 2021 <laughs> is a lot of good energy. We're yes. on the positivity train here, y'all. Yes, yes. We are all in the entertainment business, as you know. Yeah. Uh, but there's been a huge shift, and we talked about it before, but let's really dig deep in how we think things are going to change in 2021 because being in this work from home situation, I don't think that's going to change. So that also mm-hmm. means that our jobs, being on red carpets, junkets, all of those things are going to be yeah. different. You can work from home. 
Oh, sorry. Just kidding. Um, and sweat. She's had one business glass of eggnog, y'all. Oh this shit is strong. Um, business on the top, party on the bottom, all the way. We're going to be in sweatpants and a blazer and looking like we got our shit together. Probably during the Oscars, all the things. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that celebs are ever going to want to come back to a red carpet. I'm just saying. But that. I don't think people are as invested in celebs either. That That's too. the thing. That it's like true. so many more people are really disconnecting from social media and kind of leaning more into politics and, and things that matter in society, things yeah. that are going to change their day to day community. Like, I love B. I love Beyonce. I love Sierra. I love Brandy. I can go on and on. But their lives don't change my life. And yeah. so I get why there's a shift. But one thing I will say, I've always been since I'm a really private person, I really appreciate that the industry is, I think we're probably going to lean more into a bit more privacy. Yeah. Like we have always been a part of this industry that's all about getting the paparazzi photo, ambushing photos, people mm-hmm. for questions. I don't think there's going to be space for that as much anymore. I agree. I, I mean, the the amount of stories that my job covers and we, you know, we were the gauntlet for celebrity news. We all worked at a place that was the gauntlet for celeb news. Mm-hmm. The amount of celebrity stories we do and that we've done during quarantine significantly less. The culture of in the in the in the um the temperature of the world has been so different and changed so much that we're now doing human interest stories. We're now doing politics. We're now doing stories that actually take you away from that story when you stop reading that story and it makes you feel a certain type of way. It makes you Mm want to go do something afterwards. I love that it's deeper. Go make something better for you instead of just knowing what the Kardashians may be wearing. Because when that was happening, I felt like we were all like... Do we need another bikini shot? You already listened to that. You already know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, Court. I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. you didn't cut me off. Listen, even I think the Kardashians are changing. They get a lot. They get a lot of hate and whatnot because they were the most famous family for doing. Sorry, the least. Like now, they're business owners. They're entrepreneurs. Yeah, they're yeah, like Kim's becoming a lawyer. So even they are shifting into things that matter a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I just I really, really, really appreciate the fact that we are caring a little more on the journalism side of things because entertainment journalists have not been taken as serious in a long time. And I think that now we're doing more feature like stories that's really giving people a space to like you know use their writing chops more podcasts are coming out like boss lady energy hey hey yeah (laughs) so many different way like so many different avenues of entertainment are changing and i think it's for the better but i gotta be honest i'm really scared because when you're you've been doing something for 10 years you kind of get into a rhythm do you get Mm -hmm. bored sometimes yeah but then it's kind of that fear thing fear of the unknown and like well what does that mean does that mean that you know this career is not gonna last forever do y'all have those same feelings yeah i've been thinking about that Recently, it's funny you say that because I was like, mm, yeah, if we're going to be working from home for the next year, like, what does that look like? Like, right. what am I doing that's making an impact personally? Like, that I'm feeling fulfilled and that, you know, my work is feeling like I'm fulfilling something for them and people right. that are intaking what we're putting out. Mm. Um, the only thing I think about when it comes to like jobs pivoting or us maneuvering this new world we live in. You know, I, I kind of had to do that with work because mm. I'm a journalist first, right? Like I started as a journalist yeah. and I've pivoted into the makeup world because I was doing makeup on the side by myself, doing freelance, whatever, makeup. 
But like I made that into what I do at my current job. So I feel like there is room for all of us to pivot into the new whatever we want it to be. We can create that with a company or on our own. If you follow me, I love makeup and I've been able to do reviews for my job and like tell you about the products that you're buying because a lot of people are buying makeup right now. And she's bomb at it. I don't know why. (laughs) But Kristen, speaking of that, how do you, I mean, I know you're more on like the beauty side of things, but also the the fashion industry, I think is going to change drastically. We were seeing like fashion week and that Mm -hmm. was, that's normally a huge thing. And like, you know, that's something when I was modeling, I dreamed of being a able to walk on those runways and now it's like when you're at home in your sweats do you want to watch something that's like full out couture like no. how is that gonna change that's the same with lipstick like i've been wondering that about lipstick because you're wearing your masks I know. all the time it's true but i mean if you do get to go to a restaurant and you take your mask off and you can show off your lipstick a little bit i mean it's time for <laughs> eyes okay yeah. we gotta be <laughs> showing off the eyes it's and the hair eyes. it's time for they've eyes got face hair. shields you <laughs> can still show off the makeup you go on amazon <laughs> yeah i think costco do you have to wear too. a mask with the face shield i always wonder that because i always see people wearing i don't both. really understand the. it's like are you walking through okay just uh, tangent real yeah quick. <laughs> if someone were to sneeze and you walked through it in a mask like in one of those shields it can fly up underneath you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, true. But or does it just do you just brush through it and then it just like dissipates apart? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, like maybe oh, parts ways from where your true, shield hits it. True. We're really Where's going deep because there? of this pandemic. <laughs> I think it's like getting to our heads. But there are some new face shields that go across your face like a mask, but it's clear. So you can see your whole beat face, your lipstick and whatnot. I've been seeing it in ads. So I think oh. Facebook has been like, mm, oh, I think trying Jen to tell Aniston. you something. Jen, yeah. Jen Aniston was wearing one on set. It's like it wraps around your You're, neck yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god fucking weird and and there's one that goes around your ears but it's just like clear in the front it's there's there's you know so what? many there's so, so many innovative. amazing so many businesses are coming out of this pandemic i will say but okay wait, tangent what, over hang on no but what oh. were we saying though why did we get on this oh because <laughs> with my work and doing makeup, makeup. stuff is that what you're asking? We asked. Um, yes, I yeah. was asking, how do you think things are going to change fashion with industry. fashion oh, the and fashion style industry. because yes, yes, we're yes. all at home? Well, I was so seeing, is there a need for that? I don't think so. Or it's it's not there's not a need, but there's going to be an, a, a shift in couture fashion that is more based at home. Right. Like Christian Siriano just did a beautiful show with all of these dresses. Who's going to be wearing them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he luckily he got into the mask realm of things, too. So he's really been helping out and um, getting masks for frontline workers and has also created a sweats line. So that's just I think that's something that people are going to have to really start thinking about because couture is just not going to stand withstand the test. Of Maybe time. not yeah. through the pandemic. I think celebrities for sure it's always been their lane like they are one are going to show after this pandemic is done they're going to show up to these carpets or show up to these events or be at home and they're going to Tracy Ellis Ross we saw well, what she course. was doing but those what, kind of people but I don't think it's going to be as wide exactly that's that's a hundred people versus millions of people out here you know what I mean yeah. like yeah. The, the athleisure not, brands are killing it though and the course. leisure wear are, are yeah. getting more like you know the cashmere's like the more yeah. luxury the lines yes. like the matching sets are back yeah I think that's how it's going to change and honestly the the rise of the influencer is still real like it's still happening and those are the people that are going to be influencing what we wear and that i i mean people like big couture brands i'm not going to name specific names sorry christian siriano that i called you out but you're doing a great (laughs) thing with the masks but 
I think they're going to have to get into perfume or like something else, right? You know, they're I don't. Have to I don't want to na- say that. I think we are we're we're saying this because it's this full year has been taken over with it. But I really hope that after this ends, businesses start booming again. My biggest thing is you're right on the influencer front that they're booming and they're going to continue to rise because that's ad dollars. That's mm-hmm, like yeah. like from a business standpoint, influencers make sense. I mean, I just watched a fight with Jake Paul. From YouTube. You watched no, you it? With Nate Roberts. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was waiting for the big match. But yes. Hold I, a big match, Mike Tyson. <laughs> yes. Mike. Oh, man. Mike Tyson oh, knocked it. that boy out. He, he didn't knock <laughs> him out. But, you know, he was breathing real heavy. I felt for him. And he is like a legend. Anyways. Yeah, uh, shout out to Roy. Anywho, Jake Paul being in a ring is the it's the same moment when Khloe Kardashian was on So You Think You Can Dance as a host. I was like, that's oh. a shit. Shift. That's the yeah. shift. I forgot about that. that. Is a shift. Yes. So there's going to be a shift in society. And I think, yeah. you know, people before were like not taking influencers as serious, but they have taken over. And, you know, we we love to talk about Tabitha Brown in yeah. previous episodes, but like Tabitha is now America's mom. Like mm-hmm. she's blowing up in so many spaces. I love that for her, but I got to be completely honest. I am cringing at the idea of all influencers taking like traditional entertainment jobs. Like that's always been a fear of mine where we kind of have to like step our game up just to be seen. And, you know, I don't know if if that's going to continue after the pandemic happens, but I, I really do see influencers being like in all the movies, hosting all the things. And that's good for them. But what does that mean for us? Well, that's the thing, too. It's like I think uh, Kirsten touched on it, like the the way that this shift is pivoting to what we're covering is exactly like what she said. Is there going to be a need for us? Is there going to be a need for as many people as a company employees? We've learned now that we can do this from home and there have been significant layoffs at some of these companies. What does that mean now when we're not? maybe they're going to shift from not doing celebrities at all. I mean, who the heck knows? You know, maybe my job will turn into the next CNN. I mean, I don't know. We've just been doing a lot of those stories and celebrities. More have, hard news. Yes, they've, they've, it's shift. And so you have, they've employed these people who know celebrity culture. You know, when they hire you, you're like, you've worked at all the places, you've done all these things, you've, you have all these skills. And now is that going to, is that going to change? And so there's a fear of like, your job is not secure. And I yeah, think that I we've think everyone's realized that during this time. But well, I think it's I think more news as a whole. We've always known that it's one of those things that's kind of up and down. I don't think celeb news is going to go away completely anytime soon. We've been talking about this in our industry for years now, mm-hmm. and we won't bore you if you're in the medical field much longer. <laughs> but when it comes to entertainment news, I don't think I think there still is a need for kind of mindless things. Maybe like our audience is not as like dumbed down to viral content as they were before just clicking headlines people understand what the companies are doing now but I do think that there is an area for that that they're interested in because there's a there's still this need for a lot of people who are you know just in their everyday lives to be famous like we know that that's like Gen Z and and, and millennials they want to be famous well I think about and I know I've talked about it before, but Desi Perkins, you know, she started as a makeup artist and she and her husband, as they've gotten older, have pivoted into more travel videos. And now they had their baby. They've done their whole baby journey. They're showing what their but life is like now. They've posted they've all of that on their own exactly, content. On their they've own done it on their media. own stuff is what I'm saying. Like, these celebrities are not really 
really hiding much anymore. I mean, the Kardashians, you they know, can do they, it themselves. No, they can do it that we don't need. The, the, well, the, what I'm saying yeah. is there may not be a need for us to report what is already reported, what is already out there. Well, that's why they, the shift is happening in entertainment mm-hmm. news and how we handle it. Um, I think that there is access and that's the only difference from the the blogger who is taking a headline from you know from an entertainment outlet like that's still a need like they don't have the the exclusive access that a lot of these outlets have but I don't think it's going to change and be hard news because you can go to CNN for that like that just means like the entire entertainment news sector is just going to be smaller and smaller and smaller but at the end of the day, these movie stars still need press. Like yeah. they c- can have millions of followers, but every single time they go on a local news outlet for their, you know, segment or they go to an entertainment news magazine, they're getting wider, you yeah, know, they're views. getting more people. Yeah, they're they're at probably gonna stuff. be more selective and not everybody's gonna get an interview, but we already knew that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's scary. A little scary. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but. speaking of scary, <laughs> I feel like one thing that we're bringing into 2021, and this is not a positive, I believe mm. we're bringing a lot of fear because the pandemic has caused a lot of feelings and PTSD. I hate to even use that term, but the only way to explain it is like, I think we're not going to leave 2020 the same. There are a lot of people who are just scared. Sca- they should be. You should be, you know cautious to gather but i think after we're safe and clear to gather people are still gonna have some of those feelings on being around people being you know hugs are probably not gonna be a thing as much anymore unless you know that person when you're standing in line you're gonna be still looking over your shoulder to make sure those people are six feet back or not up in your personal space like i was at a covid test and i was like why are you standing so close to me sir you might have the vid get away the from vi- me the vid. Just, yeah. <laughs> no but it's true. it's true and michael's like why are you looking at that guy and i'm like he's so close get him away from us yeah but it's like that's a mentality like that is also a fear even though i'd like to leave part of that fear in 2020 yeah i think that will definitely um come through to 2021 you know yeah. there, are, there are those people who have been in the house for literally the entire time like oh didn't God, go out of the I house didn't travel didn't do anything for 237 days and i'm like honey you're yeah. not even going on a walk. What are you doing? That's crazy to so me. So it's scary when you think about them trying to go back. Like, like whenever them we go to, back into the office, mm-hmm. whenever we do all of the things, normal life starts to start happening slowly. slowly. Is that person going to be okay with? It's jarring when you're in front of people. I know, Courtney, you had said you had shot a wedding in the middle of all of this, mm-hmm. you know, with Jarell, and you guys were like around 50 people, and, it, and it's only 50 people. It's a micro wedding, but that's still shocking. Oh, it yeah. was the biggest shock of the entire <laughs> pandemic for us because we are not around a lot of people at yeah. all. We're around each other. We go on our walks. We know our neighbors, but we're not spending time yeah, with, with huge groups of people. So that was a shock to the system, even though we were, you know, the, the photographers and we were moving around like you still have to kind of be close to people yeah. or people are like take my photo whatever however they get right. when they start yeah. getting a few drinks in them it's yes. like okay personal space yeah i but I, one thing i really am um seeing from this um is the fact that i think the generation shift is happening i talked to y'all about it before how millennials are divided so we like i feel like the older millennials have like the industrial age of being able to go outside. And then they also have the internet age where that came. And so I think the pandemic is kind of the start of a new generation for my nieces and my nephews. And a lot of them started their lives in the house. Mm -hmm. Are they going to be okay whenever the world is quote unquote normal for us again, this is their normal. So I think a lot of kids are going to be shaped by this and virtual realities of doing school, you know, at your home or not really getting close to, 
or other kids not knowing how to share. So I'm really fearful of that. Agreed. And my my sister-in-law is um, a teacher and she has had to teach virtually. And then they slowly started to bring yeah, kids back into the classroom. Too. Yeah. And there's plexiglass between each kid. They all have to wear their masks. They can't the only they each get their own toy. They can only play with four kids in the class. Like yeah. it is so segmented. And one day she told me that one of the girls was missing her mom because she teaches kindergarten. So these kids, some of these kids, this is their first time in school. And she teaches kindergarten. This little girl was so upset her mom left. She went to my sister-in-law and hugged onto her leg. And like before, she could pick her up. She could give her love. She all she could just pat her on the head. Oh, my gosh. Like, and pat like for the, on the kid, head. the kid, you know, wants, wants love, love. And, and emotion. And like that is so traumatizing. Well, yeah. And you don't even realize like... Yeah, they're going to remember this, just like I'm sure the people that yeah. were young during the Cuban Missile yeah. Crisis and like all these different eras and things that have happened um, yeah. during our parents' lives even, Yeah, you know, that they, that shaped them back in school. Yeah. And that's, yeah, this is, this is their reality. But are they going to be okay in society? But I think their reality is still, they're glued to the phone. My niece watches everything on her phone. That is that's a reality. And so like FaceTime is a thing like mm -hmm. I just wonder how the relationship is going to be face to face in general, yeah. how they're going to be. I think we're like we're raising all these questions because we're genuinely concerned. But yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see how the the two year olds who turn five, you know, years from now and then the seven year olds who were teenagers, like how that's going to impact their personalities down the line. So I definitely think going into 2021 it's just we're bringing in a lot of like new realities because mm -hmm. that wasn't how we were raised. No, yeah. we we I mean, how many times did you get to go outside? Like, And that's another thing. These kids who are growing up right now can't go outside and play with their friends. Yeah. They can't go outside and share their toys. That's all the things that you learn growing up. All of these learning things, mm -hmm. sharing, caring, all of the all of the things. And if you're an only child or, you know, you have one other sibling who may be too young, whatever the case is, you're not learning these things. Yeah. Right now, you're very dependent on your parents. Like. Yeah. So the only people you see all the time. So mm -hmm. it's it, it, I really worry really for sad. the youth of like what exactly what Courtney said, like, what is it going to be like? But children are resilient. So I feel like we have to give them that, you know, like I think they're, I they, agree. they'll be able to bounce back like they're like, oh, OK, COVID's done. Even, you know, God, God forbid COVID's <laughs> not done, you know, but yeah. like I think we we have all these fears because we're aware of all of these things right. that could happen. Right. And we don't know how their parents are talking to them. They could yeah. be saying COVID is a scary monster or this is what we do to be safe. Like, so right. it just, it also depends on the type of messaging that the parents are giving their children right now on, on how they're going to act once the world is quote unquote normal. I yeah. know. I don't think we'll ever be normal again. Well, well we not are. our normal. <laughs> no. no, no, it'll just be reality. Another thing I think we're bringing into 2021 is just a better understanding of how to treat people. Mm -hmm. We saw with 2020 this huge awakening when it comes to everything, race, sexuality. And I think for me, at least, I, I, I'm happy that ignorance is not going to be accepted as much anymore. Like long gone are the days where you can have microaggressions at work or where you can you know, say the wrong pronoun for someone that is transgender and get away with it. Like or say like, you know what I mean? You know, you know what I'm. You, you know, know what, what I meant. I mean. You know, you know what, what I meant. Yeah. Those passes we used to have, I think, are gone now. Yeah, I agree. There's this, you know, recently, you know, one of the celebrities, Ellen Page, is now Elliot Page. And then the pronouns and all of those things that come with the LGBTQ community has been very, has been growing. We got an email from Glad saying, this is how you address him. 
and these are the pronouns that you yeah. use. Please implement them into your articles. Yes. And that was wonderful. I thought, wow, what a great way to help writers, to help, you know, people that don't maybe quite understand that are in the workforce. Yeah. That are writing about these things or, or reporting on these things or even just talking at home like, oh, Ellen Page is now Elliot Page at your home where you're not even involved in the entertainment world and you're yeah. just a fan of TV or movies. You are learning just like everybody yeah. else. It's, and it's hard, though. It's hard because, mm -hmm. you know, you have these people like Elliot Page. He wants you to recognize him for what he is yeah. everyone you know is not on board with that you know I know past generations it's very hard for them to blur those lines and see like oh there is the both sides to one story you know and and sometimes past generations just don't understand that so it makes it it's it's a trickle effect we talked about this a lot with yeah. civil unrest and racism mm -hmm. it's a domino effect of what you teach your kids and what you what you see, what you hear, what you do, what you learn. And how you react yes. as a parent or sister or brother, whatever, to what's happening. Because mm -hmm. those people, your parents included, see and learn from you. Like we've talked about this in other podcasts, how much our parents have learned from us. Having gay friends and trans friends and black friends and Asian friends and Persian friends for me has opened my family's eyes to different cultures, mm -hmm. you know? And that has helped so much having a child who has been in a melting pot, you know? And and they yeah. can't say the things that were said when they were younger. Yeah, That doesn't, and that's I, not cool. That won't fly. It isn't. And I think we're speaking from a more liberal perspective. We're all living in Los Angeles where things are totally different. We know that You're that's right. not the reality in the rest of the world. Uh, one thing I will say that I am happy with because... I grew up in the church. I grew up, uh, and I'm proud that I grew up in the church. Was everything correct? No, I don't believe so. I, I definitely am a person that leads with love. I have a lot of friends who are gay. I have friends who are non-binary, who are transgender, and I love them. No different than I love you guys. Right. And so one thing I love about the what's happening is there's more awareness. And for me, if I don't understand something, I'm going to ask. I think yeah. that it's being a black woman. I don't think that we've been given that same grace that we now are when it comes to sexuality. Like you can't outwardly do what a lot of black people have experienced. And so I think, you know, I, I, I hate to even compare those two things because they're two completely different struggles so, mm -hmm. to just make it frank uh but i'm just happy that going into 2021 we're just not taking it anymore like nope. no one no. is taking racism no one is taking hate because of your sexuality and you may not you may not agree with someone for the life that they live or what they look like but just keep your mouth shut at the end of the day, I just think that it's just so ignorant to continue to make people feel less than. And that's obviously my perspective. There are a lot of people that have fed off of making people feel small. And I think 2020 was this reckoning where you just can't, you do, can't it do that anymore. You can't do it. And if you do it, there are going to be consequences. I think in the past there have been consequences when you're racist. But for the entire mm. world, no. I think this is the first time where it's like, no, you can lose your job. No, you, you will not have this kind of power anymore and so I'm glad that there's this trip trickle effect we have such a long way to go when it comes to tackling racism tackling uh, issues in the LGBTQIA community but I'm just glad that 2020 was the starting point at least yeah yeah and so. I think that the growth too there's there's a lot of good that came with 2020 um even though there is fear etc but like the growth, even Nikki, you talking about things you're leaving in 2020 and how you mm -hmm. felt like you've grown. And me personally, 
being able to be more physically active when I was because right now I'm not. Let's just be honest. <laughs> but like and having that time to journal and meditate like Michael and I have been meditating every morning. And it's so effing hard. I cannot clear my mind, you guys. But I'm trying and things like that, having time and space to be able to learn about maybe something deeper than your normal day to day and you're scrolling like I've been watching a lot of Gaia and missing links just throwing that out there google it yeah. um more what? more spiritual driven Got content it. versus just like watching Netflix all the time which I also do okay don't get me wrong just oh and Amazon Prime yes what let me drop some hold Please on do. <laughs> I got you shift because I just you are binging Ooh. Okay, no, no, no. If you're, this will be really quick. Okay, so I know a lot of you have probably already been like on Hulu or, or Amazon Prime. There is a show. Have, were you watching my tweets? Hold on. What was the last? Was show? it The Undoing? Hold on, hold on. Oh, the Undoing okay, was so, on HBO. So, oh, okay, because I don't have. That. So after watching The Undoing, which if you haven't okay. watched that, it's a limited series on HBO. Go watch it. Nicole Kidman, love her. Your I've talked favorite. about it before. Yes, I've talked and about it I watched it, and I texted you, and I was like, "Girl, yes. we need to talk when I finish this." Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you left me out because I really want to watch that <laughs> okay great and so after that like you know you're you're for me i'm always trying to find like the next big thing and so mm -hmm. if you like the undoing and I, I tweeted this out you need to go to hulu and watch this movie called the run oh love it just watch oh it oh, that was uh, your also, tweet i saw i yes. was like why have i heard that the lie which is on amazon prime mm. Ooh, parents will protect you y'all uh and oh. then black box on amazon prime it is like a murder mystery it's also related to just like parents like protecting their child but it has like a really big twist with the mind it's oh it's just so good so if y'all <laughs> if y'all like the, the undoing please go watch those shows i mean go watch those movies because like these limited series just be teasing us uh -huh. and then they're not coming back for a season two and they ain't doing yes. shit after the ending uh, exactly really? but i am into the murder mysteries and the crimes mm -hmm, and all mm -hmm, that stuff mm -hmm. things that make you think and so those are some some movies y'all need to go check out okay i'm done no i love it <laughs> she is Give off her tv so Box. Yes, I'm writing them down. <laughs> Don't be a hater. We're, no, like, we're, we're binging. Oh so enlightenment, enlightenment and meditation <laughs> is something I will personally bring into 2021. And a thing called the dopamine detox, which I did in 2020. And I'm definitely bringing it into 21. What is that? 2021. So basically what you do is like whenever you get a text message, right? Like yeah. you see the, your phone dings, you get a one and you're like, oh my God, I need to check it. You have this hit of. <laughs> I wish I was you like have that. this hit of I dopamine. Mute the shit out of everything. <laughs> Good. Well, you're already doing it. But a lot of us see that and we it hear makes that. So much sense now. And like, because <laughs> it makes. So hold on. on. Nope. No, hold on. Let, let's let, let No, okay. not in a bad Sorry, way. I, continue. No, I know. Continue. You need your I space. mute every group text that there is because yeah. of my oh, anxiety shit. levels. But continue. Dopamine de detox. Yeah. So dopamine. You get a hit of dopamine anytime you get a text or whatever. Something. It's like a quick hit. Right. And that's why okay. we love TikTok because it's quick and you get consume it. And you could scroll along. So you get a hit of dopamine every time you get a text, whatever. So basically what it is is a brain detox. So let me read it to you, okay? Because I wrote it down because I'm not good at explaining things. I'm getting better. <laughs> Bringing that into 2020. Long-winded long here, people. Get bitch. ready for it. We okay. love Kristen's long-winded. <laughs> tricking, <laughs> tricking your brain. Detox dope. Dopamine detox is tricking your brain into liking doing the hard things in life by working on your own projects and cleaning the house, like things that you hate to do, this helps you want to do those things because you're so bored. Hmm. <laughs> listen. Wait. Okay, so listen. Because <laughs> you get a hit of dopamine 
which is like serotonin. So you do get I excited. check the text? No, hang on. Okay, see, I'm terrible at explaining <laughs> things. God, God. Okay, Keep going. Hold on. It is a detox, but for your brain, the simple rule to follow is to avoid engaging in any activity which you enjoy doing or which stimulates the brain. It could be browsing your phone, avoiding screen time, listening to music, or engaging in any hobby. So you have to detox from all of those things for a full 24 hours, okay? So like you start at 9 a.m. on a Sunday so that 9 a.m. on Monday you can start back up again. But because you're putting your phone down or your computer, whatever it is, if you like to listen to music, you can't do any of that. You have to read a book. You have to write in your journal. You have to just like relax for a whole day. You can't do anything, quote unquote, fun that you like to do. And then what I've realized is that the next day I'm like hit the ground running, ready to get on my stuff, ready to write notes and and ideas down for boss lady, ready to make up ideas for work, like pitches to put out. Like I'm excited <gasps> to work on the hard things. I'm over here because baffled. I've put my phone away and I'm like, you know, and all the quote fun things that we like to do, scroll, listen to music, watch TV, whatever it is. I'm excited to do the harder things because I haven't been able to do anything for okay, a good so, 24 hours. So I like to implement that into we we like to implement that into our life like once a month, maybe once every two months. It's like a restart. So you're it's a brain detox from the dopamine hit, the quick, you know, excitement. So that's. Interesting. So, That's, do you te- you still didn't answer me? Do you check okay. that text? No. So you can't you answer. You have to leave it. Okay. You have you have to just turn your phone off or on silent. And I'm not even kidding. When I did that, my parents like called me. They were worried about me. It was like they oh, wow. knew. I don't know if it was like intuition that they That's like scary. knew I turned my phone off, and they're like, "Where have you been?" Like Michael and I broke it at like nine o'clock at night because we were like, we just had a feeling. And my mom was like, where have you been all day? We were like, where's Kristen? We haven't heard from her. Oh, I'm like, shoot. really? The oh. one time So maybe I did just this, let people know. Let people know what you're Give doing. Give them up. Okay. Give them a no, heads that's, up. That sounds interesting. I, I will say that also sounds depressing. <laughs> I know. We, we had to call, you know, keep it real. She's like, no. 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 I no, think we it played no, like, like a card I, game. Like, no, no, no. Something <laughs> hear like me really out, hear minimal. Me out, hear me out. So it, it only sounds depressing because you're like, don't do anything fun that you like to do. And so I am the type of person I can disconnect from my phone no problem. Like, Good. it actually is better for, for me. Uh, but to disconnect from listening to my music and dancing See, or like you have watching or your shows. Like watching my show like if there is a show because I watch everything um, <laughs> I watch to analyze and, and I you should get do through it really quick stuff. oh yeah. yes I review the shit out of stuff yeah, I don't I watch don't TV know. the same way most do people do you watch do. it on like 2.5 speed like no. how do you fast zooming through no, this shit no I, I watch listen Jarrell will be sleeping I'm still watching a series and analyzing it but the point is <laughs> yeah. that sounds good for like a weekend getaway kind of situation yeah. if you're with someone but it also sounds depressing if you're already going through for me, if you're going through a pandemic and going through a lot, like that, taking away everything good sounds weird to me. But, but if, I think if it, you if are you, a procrastinator, so like me, I'm a procrastinator or I'm like, I make excuses for why I don't get things done. Nikki, very scheduled. Her shit goes up at the right time. It's going up, you know, and I'm like, mm, I'm going to like get to my YouTube video. I'll like get to it. And then it's been two months and I haven't posted a damn YouTube video. So for me, it's like it gives me excitement because I'm like oh my god I haven't been able to work on it and now I get to work on it and that or whatever it good. is you know so yeah. it's good for the procrastinators out there yeah if you've got something you know that, that's, that's daunting that is a good one or then. looming 
dopamine detox. It took us a little bit to get on board with you, but like, but I'm it it seems like for people like you, it would work. Yeah. For me, why like me? Because you just said you're a procrastinator. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, but for me, I just feel like I'm. I'm like Courtney. I can. I can. When I'm cooking, when I'm like doing hanger girl stuff, my phone is in the literally in the living room, and I'm in the kitchen. Like I don't have my phone. I don't even need it. I'm watching a YouTube video and I'm scrolling, (laughs) or I'm watching The Crown and I'm then I'm googling The Crown. Like I cannot. You're a multitasker. I think that's why that works for you. I am. Y'all know I'm a terrible (laughs) multitasker. I am like. Open. I am a laser focused person. Jarrell's a multitasker. He can have a thousand tabs open. He no. can have a million uh, emails. I am the person that has one email that, and I clear it at that moment because I can't Done. take it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't do it. I like the clear house. So I'm a tunnel vision kind of girl. So I don't know if that will it. work for me, but I'm gonna try it and let you know. Now, if Please I come do. out on the other side real sad, I'm gonna just let you know. No sexy that it didn't time work. either. No. What? When do what? I get in some sexy time? They always want to know about saying. my sex life. Oh my okay. God. To, First of all, we just said no sex time and you offered up that information. <laughs> You're just throwing yourself well, out there. I'm like there. trying to like, Courtney, you having the sex? What's going yeah. on? No, I'm just no she, th- you didn't. She offered it. <laughs> oh <my laughs> she tried to turn God. it back on you. Like, like y'all want to know about my sex life. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm her. Not I was you. like, what? Not me, I promise. No, I'm not no, turning so anything on my sex life. Y'all just always bring this up. Well, sorry that we get excited that I you know, get the D. We, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, Drew. Listen. Sorry, hey, listen, we love sorry you. Listen, mom. mom well, Jarell, Courtney's mom. <laughs> every single person that knows that's not me, I'm sorry. These are my friends, and they are just teasing me. We like to give her that's some That's not my vulgar. And I'm sorry, sorry for swearing Courtney's mom. I know. Oh, my God. I was thinking about this the other day because I was listening to another podcast that I love, Van Lathan. I know you probably don't listen to us, but Higher Learning is one of my favorite podcasts. We love you, Van. Ah! And Rachel. And Rachel had her dad on, and he's a lawyer and a judge. And he was like, Van, when you cuss, you're not giving anything to your... Um, like, he's really good at debating. And he's like, you're not giving me anything with your debate. It's just like a word you're using and it's making me not feel like you are... Um, Convincing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I apologize, Courtney's mom, for using that. Word. I, I <laughs> apologize, Courtney's mom, for swearing. And my mom, too. She hates when I swear. But, like, that's the house I grew up in and my mom taught me. So sorry. <laughs> mom, it's your fault. My mom, I tell I her that think, all the time. I don't think my well, mom listens. I am going to apologize to my mother, the entire congregation, <laughs> everybody that <laughs> follows me and knows about that I'm all about celibacy. Anybody out there saving themselves, keep doing, y'all. I appreciate you. We in this thing. You know y'all in this thing because I didn't save save myself abstinence is key but celibacy you can reclaim your stuff anyway um, <laughs> bring that so, in 2020 anyway, yes, so. let's it. get to freaking resolutions because we are almost to 2021 just a oh few days gosh. off <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I'm silent for a reason. Is. I know. Yeah. Girlfriend doesn't want her Courtney's resolutions scarred from 2019 New Year's Eve <laughs> going into 2020. <laughs> when she no, said the infamous from line. 2020 to 2021. No, yeah. when you went from oh. 2019 to 2020, you said you're never going to say new year, new me ever oh, again. Yes. Like, don't say <laughs> That's that. That's why I'm you're triggered. scarred. Yeah. Well, I'm triggered. Well, I've never been a resolutions <laughs> girl, but yeah, 2020 really took a, mm, it really messed me up. But go ahead. <laughs> what are your resolutions? Um, My goal is... My resolution is to be able to clear my mind fully, stop grinding my teeth. <laughs> Get a night guard. That's what I have. Maybe I should do that. I don't grind my teeth at night. I do it during oh, the day see, consciously. It's a problem. 
Um, grind my stop grinding my teeth <laughs> and um buy some property. Yes, nice. girl. That's the goal. We'll see. Um uh Jay is really into right now he's getting into stocks and investing money. So that's what we are going to venture into oh doing is the stocks. Nice. Um so hopefully we can get some return on that. Let's go. Um we are going to plan this wedding and get married. <laughs> Whether we have five people or a hundred. I know I say it all the time, but we are getting married this year. So we're going to get that under our belt. It's not really a resolution. I guess I'm just telling you my to-do I know. list. I guess, <laughs> I guess See, here I am, like my freaking scheduler. I'm like, yep, this is what we're doing in, in January. Three months, this is what's happening. Um, but no, but seriously, my hangry girl has been like a side passion for me. And I know that when we kind of started Boss Lady Energy, I feel like I kind of step, took a step back from that for a minute. Um, I know. It may not seem like that when I have all these scheduled yeah, posts and things like that, but I want to put more time and energy and effort into growing that so that it can be a second source of income. So I'm going to put all of my nice. time and energy into that. Love it. And yeah, I just am going to just keep being a scheduled bitch. Oh, sorry. Scheduled person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I don't have a resolution like my girls, but <laughs> I just want to say anybody out there that has gone through 2020 and is going into 2021, just like really, really try to keep your head up. I know that it's difficult um, for a lot of us because there's so much change. But one thing I'm really trying to embrace is just being open to growth and growth, as I've said many, many times, is very painful. And just like changing your perspective on that, knowing that if you're going through hard times, there is going to be a, a beautiful reward on the other side. There's going to be a beautiful outcome. I'm trying to remind myself of that going into 2021 um, and just really embracing the beautiful life that God has planned for me because I know that I have no control over this. Like we all think that we like manifest things and we, you know, have we have these like, these goals for ourselves, but really our lives are already carved out. And so I'm just really trying to embrace the life that God's given me. And I hope that you guys are too, even if it's tough right now. Like I get it. If anybody understands, your girl gets it. It's been hard. <laughs> so 2021, please be kind to me. Please be kind to all of us. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, but I'm not I'm not planning anything. I'm planning for continued prosperity, love within my relationships, friendships, family, Jarrell, yes. all of the good things. Like I'm I really am hoping for positive things. But even if they aren't positive, I hope that I have a positive mindset. Cheers to Boss Lady Energy and creating our empire together. Yes, cheers. Season one. And you know what, y'all? I want to take this second. Actually, we want to take this second to thank you guys all for being on this journey with us. Uh, we started this in quarantine. We didn't really know where it was going to go, what it was going to be, what it was going to grow into. But this has been amazing first season. We love our loyal listeners. We love everyone who's tuned in and rated, reviewed us, everything. We love you guys to pieces, and we just want to thank you. Yes. And so season two is what's to come in 2021. That's something you can expect so i hope you guys send all your topics if there's something that you need help with send it to your girls because yes. boss ladies yes. are ready to help you we do you know we, we get a lot of you guys in our dms, DMs you know saying like oh y'all we this was so relatable well tell us uh what else you want to hear from us you mm -hmm. know give we it to us yeah it could be a one-liner <laughs> or some boss lady in your life or that you admire like send those recommendations our way too like we'd love to talk to them because this is a space for you Yes. Cheers to that. And you guys have a great New Year's Eve, a great rest of your year, and we'll see you guys in 2021. Stay safe.
Start your week off with some Boss Lady energy every Monday. And send us your suggestions for future episodes. Slide into those DMs. And follow us on social media at Boss Lady Energy Pod. 